You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The ball game is over, and Shea Stadium will close its doors for the final time this afternoon. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. All right, Fleegs, what do we got here? So we're guessing. Markle and I are going to try to guess. Maybe we'll do top 12 because I already gave you the first two okay. at the end of the last segment with Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott. So as things stand right now, remember, some of these contracts will be reworked in the offseason. The quarterbacks that next have the biggest cap hits in the NFL compared to obviously how you would rank the best quarterbacks in the league. Well, we know Rodgers, right? We said it's 60, so he's at the top of that Well, no, cap hit. And this is why, again, when we talk about the whole trade situation with Rodgers, it's easier for the team that would get him than maybe the Packers to fit in and the dead cap in that whole situation. Rodgers' cap hit, if he doesn't rework the deal, is only $31.6 million. So if he gets traded, how does that work? It stays that way? And, unless they rework it, which the expectation is that they would. Right, because it can't survive. So you think it should be less than the $31 million of yeah. the could be, like, could be more depending on the team that gets him if they if they do a two-year deal and they want to pay Front most loaded. of the cap okay. in year one. Yeah. All right, so we don't even know then, Rodgers. He's not, right, as of right now, as it stands, he's not going to be one of those top guys. Is he on that list Well, at he's all? on that list right now. He's ninth. So, there's a, again, if he stays in that area, he might be top ten. Um, where we at with uh, no? Yeah, Josh Allen's gonna have a big one this year. Josh right? Allen is right now ranked fourth at just under forty million. Okay, right. So that kicks in this year. That's gonna be a problem for the Bills, as you said, Fleegs a while back. Um, Kyler Murray, I would imagine, oh, kicks yeah, in now, right? right? He's around. No, 30. Kyler Murray's does not fully kick in yet. His Too cap hit is just over sixteen. All right. So wow. he is right now fourteenth on the list. That's it, huh? Again, that's why the NFL with the son of this stuff is just like, wait, what? How is that possible? Um, uh, Kirk Cousins, his I would goes up to fifty-one million next year, and it never goes below forty-three after that. Kyler Murray. So Ooh. this is this is their last year, Cut really, him. in that window. Cut him now. <laughs> uh, is Kirk Cousins in that top? Kirk 10? Cousins is number Gotta six be. at thirty-six point uh, two five. Wow, number six. Who the hell are we missing here? That's up there. Uh, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is thirteenth at a flat twenty million. Wow. Um. Hmm. You're, there's an you know obvious what? one. Just throw them out. Just, just get it out of the way. An obvious one? Yeah. Oh, no, we already said Dak. No, no, no. I gave you Dak and Deshaun Watson. Oh. Well, Russell Wilson is 12th at $22 million, but huh. okay. just the most obvious one. May I? I yes. Mean, Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, we I thought before? we said that before yeah, he had okay. 45. Huh. Okay, I'm sorry. It's 46.7. Yeah. He is third right now. So it's going to be 46.7 this year, you said? Correct, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, so you're missing right now number five, seven, eight, 
10 and 11. Why do I feel like one of these names is going to be Sal's boy, who's not who's not going to be there next year? Are we talking Matt Ryan? No, I think you he's are, only... no, you are talking Matt Ryan. If he doesn't get cut, the cap hit is $35.2 million. Yeah, he's, I mean... Seventh in the league. No way he's on that team. No, he's getting cut a thousand percent. And right. by the way, while we're on the topic, there's reports that are saying Matt Ryan's eyeing a career in broadcasting, which he very well may be eyeing a career in broadcasting. Nobody's specifying when. Like, they make it sound like Ryan's going to walk away from his contract to go broadcast now. He could be eyeing a career in broadcasting and also go play as a backup somewhere. Well, I, he's not going to have a choice. I mean, they're, they're not going to keep him for that money. No, so it's a question gonna, of... They're going to cut him. Somebody else will pick him up if he decides to play. If he wants to be a backup. Yeah. Right. That That's, that's different the question. Decision. He's not walking away from that money. There's some like stipulation where he's got to try to be in the NFL. People <laughs> are making it like he's going to retire. No, I think he's got an eye on broadcasting. He's not walking away from He's going to play another year. He said it. He said it basically after the year. I'd be stunned unless no team wants him, and I have a hard time believing that would be the case as a backup at the very least. Uh, anyway, what, what numbers are we missing here, Fleeks? You're missing five. Eight is a tough one because this player will not be playing next year. Five, eight, ten, and 11. Brady? Brady, Brady would okay. have been eighth, yes. All right, so we got 35, that. 35-1. Uh, so what's left now? Five and 11? Five, ten, and 11. Is Goff on there? Goff is number 10 okay. at just under $31 million. Which shows you we've already named how many mediocre quarterbacks? And yeah. remember, you haven't named a couple of elite quarterbacks who are not getting paid yet. And they might by the end of this offseason, but right well, now they're not Jalen on that Hurts. list. Right, Jalen Hurts is not, not on that list. Herbert's not on that list. Herbert's not right. on the list. Lawrence is not on that Burrow's list. Not and on Burrow's the list. Burrow's not on the list. But Burrow definitely will be where we're assuming next offseason. He'll get his contract this offseason. Mm, there's nobody else in the AFC, right? One of these quarterbacks, 5-11, and 11, there's one AFC, one NFC. Hmm. Who the hell is the AFC quarterback? I have to look at the teams. All right, let me pull this up. Is Carr one of them? He is not, no. Yeah, right, okay. I didn't think so because they just moved on from him. Because uh, right. he right now doesn't have Wilson. an active cap hit. We mentioned Russell Wilson. He right. would, I think he would have been up here near the bottom of this top 10. Definitely. Same thing with like Garoppolo. He's not technically on the team anymore, Correct. is he? So. All right. Uh, what do you got, Fleeks? I don't know. Are you out, Marco? I'm, I'm looking at it. I have no so idea. So number five yeah. is Ryan Tannehill. Oh, God. Oh, 36.6 million. I mean. And number 11, uh, this is, now there's a reason you guys. No matter what, they're taking that hit? No. There's no way, which is why they're going to move on from Tannehill. Yeah, so, there's rumors that they're going to move on from him. But if they were to right. keep him, that's the cap hit. Okay, or, right. So we have to if look at what the get, dead cap Like, is. say if he were to get traded to a team that was interested, like the Jets, and not just right. cut and signed. No chance. That's the cap hit. Right, okay. And then number 11, the reason you didn't think of this guy is because he didn't play a lot of the year, Carson Wentz. Yeah, I was actually going to say Wentz, but I just wasn't sure. I was looking at Washington there. He was one guy that, yeah, look, Wentz so stinks. what did that tell us, Fleeks? Because I, I didn't write the names down. Out of those quarterbacks, out of whatever, 12, how many of those are upper echelon quarterbacks? And I'll even give you some leeway. Top 15 in the NFL. Five? Six? I would say, yeah, probably. About, if we're including well, Brady, 15? probably about six maybe. Six of the top 12 you'd quarterbacks put Mahomes to the there, cap. You'd put Allen there. You'd put Brady and Rodgers there. Brady's gone. Right. You'd. I mean, I guess you put Deshaun Watson there, but you're taking a leap of faith because we haven't really seen him play at that level in two years. Top 15, Dak is there. Because if Daniel Jones is top 15, Dak is in there. But then we're looking in that group. And again, you can get funny with the money, but with the cap, yeah. it, at one point, it's the big numbers show up. You can hide it for a year or two, but somewhere if it's a five-year deal in one of those five years— you're going to pay the cap hit. And if it's something where you move on, 
you're going to pay the dead cap. Like you, when you give out a contract like that, you pay for it somehow, some way. Yeah, remarkable. I mean, these cap hits, and who the hell knows? I mean, it's, it's, it is hard. But still, if I'm the Giants, I still don't think. I get it, but I, to me, hearing that makes makes it swallowing it less hard simply because if it's four years down the line where you finally pay the piper and you have to cut a guy a la Carson Wentz or Matt Ryan or whatever the hell mm. scenario you want to use, an example you want to use, you're talking four years down the line, you cut Jones and you take one year of a hit. If you don't re-sign Jones this year, you have completely punted and you have no plan for anything else. So four years from now, you may have a plan for a backup and you've got one year to deal with it. If you do it now, you've got no backup, you have no idea how long it's going to take to find somebody else, and you have really no recourse. So sometimes you just got to swallow it and go, you know what, in three or four years, I'll deal with the one bad year. Right. I don't want to deal with three bad years. Yeah. I, look, I, I think he's going to be back. It's just a matter of for how much, whether it's the uh, franchise tag, whether it's the, the longer-term deal. I just don't know if it's the right move for that money. I Again, we saw it for one year. Look, I'm with you with I don't think Daniel Jones is upper echelon uh, talent. He's not. He's, not. he's, he's still got more well, at to least prove. he hasn't proven it, right. I think he's got a higher ceiling. I think he can get better. So I want to go on some faith that I think he's getting closer. But if you tell me right now his body of work doesn't justify, but the way the NFL is set up with their salary cap, it might be worth it for the Giants simply because now you can deal with it as opposed to a three-year window of what do I do if I don't have him? Right. Yeah, well, and, and there are... Well, like, you're going to have to draft a, a quarterback if they don't have him. That's the option. So I'd rather go what's behind door number three. You know what? Start a veteran this year and then go get a rookie quarterback. When they do these contracts, they also look at the average annual value and the guarantees. We know right now Jay Jones is looking for 45 Mahomes territory. Not going to get that from the Giants or we're assuming anybody else. But if you're Daniel Jones and his new agents, and you look at the guys making 40 per year, Dak and Stafford, and then the next guy's 35 cousins. That's why. I yeah. mean, you're, you're definitely saying, listen, at the very least after the season he had, beating Kirk Cousins in the playoffs, yes, Cousins has done this longer. Again, this is from their perspective and what the Giants' alternatives are. They're going to say, like, you, you got to get us close to that 40. Like, that might be the magic number. In order to get us to agree. It might. And then I'd say, okay, you know what? Go find it somewhere else because I'm not giving it to you. All right, guys. Thank you, Marco. I appreciate it. And I know you got some work to do. We'll see you in a little bit. Uh, what time are we going to see? I, got, about I got to work. Don't you have to do another update? Uh, yeah, I do a lot of updates. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. So, yeah, yeah, I guess you do have right. work. We'll see you in a little while. Not too long from now. 877-337-6666. Dave is calling from Belleville, New Jersey. What's up, Dave? Yeah, how you doing? How are uh, you? Guys? Great, great listen. I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain, brother. I can't complain. I'm a, I'm a trucker. I'm, I'm my, my here in Brooklyn. So I'm coming, coming back to Jersey. All so right. this is, this is my, this is my, my, my debate here. Uh, I, I got two of them. Um, with the Mets, um, now that like, uh, I've heard early, early spring training reports that, uh, Ruff is hurt. And honestly, my, my, my faith isn't the greatest with Ruff. You know, we, we traded for him and he basically had showed us absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. So well, I would say that of, now uh, he had a couple of foul homers. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So I would say now more than ever is in spring training. Now give these give Alvarez and Viantos a chance to take rough spots if 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 it's possible. You know what I mean? Because so, because if Ruff is, is injured coming into spring training and he he hasn't shown us anything, you know what? Hey, next man up. Yeah, I think everybody's going to have an opportunity, but I do think going into the year, it's going to be the veteran's job to lose. Similar to what we saw last year, where it was Robinson, Cano, and then it went from Cano to J.D. Davis and Dom Smith. 
before the Mets obviously mm-hmm. made those moves to get Vogel back and Darren Ruff. I think it's going to start this year as no matter what, you're not going to see, I, I would be shocked if you saw Vientos, Alvarez, or Beatty on the opening day roster. Maybe if any of them Vientos, but I just because it seems like he would be the most ready right now, and you don't want to you want to have those guys get as much uh, playing time as you can in the minors with both Beatty and Alvarez. But I think it's going to be Ruff and Vogelback's job to lose. See if they go out there and produce. If Ruff struggles for a month, maybe two months, then they're going to move on. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. And the this, the second one's good. Second point is going to be a little more uh, controversial, and probably might ruffle some feathers. But hey, it is what it is. Um, of course, LeBron made ten straight finals. Um, that's given. The only other person to, to to do that is Russell. But obviously, it was at, at the point where at a six six or eight NBA. You know I mean, uh, where the NBA was in its infancy. Now, the thing is that we LeBron's four and six in the finals. But remember, that's a ten year stretch of him going to the finals. If we look at Jordan's ten year stretch from eighty six to ninety six. And and nobody ever brings it up that, you know what, we don't give Jordan the same flack that, you know what, Jordan could never get past Mikhail, Parrish, and Bird. Jordan could never get past Thomas, Dumars, Dave, what and are Dave, ta- what are we talking about here, though? I, I was talking about the, 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 the Jordan the Jordan LeBron, the LeBron Why? debate. How was that? Why? Why? Yeah, Why? I mean, okay. My, 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 my whole point is that, you know what? Is LeBron not considered the best ever? Is LeBron considered the best ever? I have no idea. Yeah, I, think you know it, I think it depends on who you ask. You have an opinion on that? Who would you pick? Yes. Uh, honestly, I'm probably picking LeBron over Jordan. Okay, well, or, I mean, but, that, but I, I don't want to do, and thank you for the call, Dave. I Look, as much as I want you guys to call, I do not want to talk about LeBron James versus Michael Jordan. I couldn't care less. I have my opinion on it. I'm sure you have your opinion on it. I'm not going around in circles talking about it all morning. It has. It's not relevant right now in the sports world. Certainly not in the New York sports world. And I don't. I think it's a silly argument anyway. When you talk about LeBron versus Michael, why does it have to be LeBron versus Michael? Why does one have to be better than the other? They're different. LeBron's great. I don't think I've ever seen a player that makes the game look easier than LeBron James makes the game. I'm not saying it's easy for him, but I'm saying he makes the game since he was a, a young player. He's made the game. Look easy. He's a physical specimen. A great player. One of the all-time great players. Maybe the best player ever. But I'm not putting him over Michael Jordan. I'm not putting anybody over Michael Jordan. They're different. I, I hate those. That's for CBS Sports Radio type stuff. Maybe I'll do that on Friday with Maggie. Brian is calling from Little Rock, Arkansas. What's up, Brian? Hey, Sal. Uh, I just had a really quick question for you. Do you think if the Mets don't really produce this season that Buck could be out after this year? Uh, no, I don't. I would be surprised if you don't see Buck finish his three-year contract. Um, now, if they have a total flop and things go haywire and things that are you know happening in the clubhouse are bad, unforeseen, I can't imagine a, situ- a situation where Buck does not get a third year. I mean, it would have to be a total disaster and catastrophe if Buck is somehow not here or for Buck to not be here for the third year. I I grew up with uh, watching him manage the Rangers in Dallas. And so I, you know, I have a lot of respect for him. I I really hope that he can stick it out, but after last year, we want to see him win one. Well, what would make you think, why would you think that Buck would be in any sort of trouble? They won 101 games last year in his first year. 
Right. Yeah, I don't I don't think that he would be necessarily right now. I'm just saying if if it is, you know, if it does turn out that way. I'm not hoping for that, but if it does, I right. just wonder what, you know, and I'm not saying that there's anybody else out there that would be better that I can think of. But I'm just wondering like do you think, you know, how long do you think his future would be with the Mets if it's just an average season? If it's an average season, I think he gets year three to prove himself. And thank you for the call, Brian. I appreciate checking in. If it is a successful season, I think he, you know, very successful. I think Buck is probably looking at a max of five years total. So year one already in the books. I would be surprised if Buck Showalter were still managing the Mets um, after five seasons. This is obviously going to be year two. So potentially three more years after this. Now, that's just my guess. Let's say they have a big year this year. Maybe they extend him for two more years. Maybe they win a championship in year three for Buck. And, oh, maybe they win a championship this year. And then Buck can say, you know what? I'm going to ride off into the sunset after the following season. Or they get a, he gets extended for two years and then say, I'm going to pave the way and transition to Carlos Beltran. Jay is calling from North Babylon. What's up, Jay? Hi. Um, I know this subject. Uh, this subject is is uh, not going to change, but I never understood why um, the in, in, in the old days the pitcher that a last start would would pitch like a hundred, hundred five, hundred five, but now they pitch maybe seventy five pitches. So it takes a couple months for them to get up to 100. Uh, by that time, the, the, the um, bullpen is um, using four or five pitches every game. And then they want to know why. Uh, I'm not sure. So I'm not sure what you're, what's the point exactly here? The, um, um, the point is they are wasting the um, a, a, a bullpen in, in the beginning of the year so when it comes to July and August. Yeah, no, the, but the starters, but Jay, this is just how it is, and it's never going to change, and thank you for the call. It's never going to change. Not for the way that you want it. You want starters to go nine innings. It's not going to happen. They manage the bullpen. They'll preserve the arms the way that they see fit, whether they use certain guys some days, they give them rest for two, three days after that and use them again. You know, they have these charts where they could use guys who's fresh for that game. It's about managing innings and, and preserving all the arms, but you're not going to have starters go deep into games anymore. It's just not going to be the case. It, it won't happen. Not even in the postseason where guys are pitching well. I mean, think about it. It used to be you have to get knocked out of the game. didn't matter the inning or the pitcher or the amount of pitches thrown. You'd get knocked out of the game. Now that's not the case. Now guys are getting taken out of a game in the postseason where they have a shutout going on. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is the number. Call going till five a.m. Is do we know if Geo's back today? Was he? He was out yesterday. Or do we know? So we don't know if CeeLo's going to be in again for Jerry, who was in for Geo. So whatever, just tune in on the warm up show and find out who's here. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. John is calling from Hyde Park, New York. What's up, John? Hey, what's going on, Sal? Just want to say you're awesome, man. Love listening to you. Thank you, John. Um, I got a I got a little crazy take here. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the Mets picking up Trevor Bauer? Um, I don't think that that's going to happen. Me neither, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if somebody is going to pick up Trevor Bauer though. Why that's... wouldn't you? I mean, like, yes, I get it. I get it. He well, likes it rough, but, or whatever. No, but that's why you don't. We don't know the details. I'm not even going to comment on that. I, I don't know yeah. all the details that went on with Bauer. I just know that it's a headache. So. If you take him on, you're dealing with the headache of all that comes along with it. And by the way, Bauer, aside from even that incident, he's always been sort of a pain in the rear end anyway. And I just, I don't know. I, uh, to be honest with you, I don't know enough about the details of it. I just know it was an ugly incident and I'm glad he's not in New York. I don't think either the Mets or the Yankees would go near Trevor Bauer at this point. Gotcha. Now, gotcha. now, to your, if you if you don't think it's a big deal, and I understand why, you know, you 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 want to say that, and you know, I don't think Bauer was ever guilty of anything necessarily, right? He was not proven guilty of. No, it. he never was found. He never got charged with anything. Right. Like it was just rumors, if you will. Well, I don't know about rumors. I mean, there were accusations. I, again, I, I don't know, but yeah. I just know that. Yeah, and, and look, I'm sure Bauer has Bauer even spoken. I have not heard anything about it with Trevor I Bauer. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like this gem that's out there. I mean, if you put him on our pitching staff, that can put us over the top. Like, imagine having to go Verlander, Scherzer, and then uh, Bauer. Yeah, Come I on. mean, look, on paper, yes. It's just not It's just not going to happen, though. And thanks for the call, John. I appreciate checking in. Fleeks, do you know the deal with Bauer and what we have here as far as the, the latest on it? The Dodgers cut him, right? Even yeah, he's if, just a free agent. Right, but the Dodgers, they're paying him. Did he get? Did Bauer get his money or did he not get his money? I think so. I think that he got obviously suspended for some of it, but right. I, I think the rest of the contract they have to pay him. Yeah, it's just weird how that kind of went away, and he's not doing anything now, right? I mean, he does he is he going to get signed on by a team? Is somebody lurking and all of a sudden going to sign him right before the season starts? Like, it's a good question. What is up with Trevor Bauer? Is he even able to be employed? Like, I don't know. What's up is any team that signs him is in for just a disastrous. Just forever of PR, right? right. You can't. You, deal with you it. can't stand. I know he wasn't charged with anything, with the number of accusations and the detail of the accusations. He's again gonna, not not being charged is not you know the 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 fan bases would not right. respond well to that, right? And if you're Bauer, 
you probably sue Major League Baseball. I'm sure there's going to be a counter sue and all that stuff because if you're saying that you didn't do anything uh, illegally wrong, uh, I don't know. The whole thing is just such a mess. I don't even forget the Mets or the Yankees. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want the Mets or Yankees to get him. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, on paper, you think that, oh, I think he could be a great pitcher. It's not worth the headache. You also want to have a team of high-character individuals if you can go that way. There's no need. The Mets or Yankees don't need to go the way of Trevor Bauer. They're, they're fine. And by the way, forget about the accusations and what kind of you know uh, annoying guy he is. How do you think he would be in a clubhouse? In the Mets clubhouse in particular with Verlander and Scherzer, everything's good there. You don't want to mess it up. Bauer and Cole have uh, have some history. Yeah, don't and, they hate each other from like college days or something like that? I mean, would you be shocked? It seems like everybody hates Trevor Bauer. Yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, I, I'm I'm not going there. Chris is calling from Beacon. What's up, Chris? you're back. What What's up, Chris? <laughs> I said you're back. Yeah, I for now. Yeah, I was in last night working. So I think you came. You were working last night. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was here last night. Are you, are you retiring? Tell um, the no. You mean retiring retiring from what? For overnight. Uh, Not at this moment. (laughs) Oh, come on, Sal. See, I know you're going to get big now. You're going to get SNY. You're going to get... Get, well, get, I mean, I would have been ahead of SNY. I've been doing these overnights. April will be two years. I mean, oh, so, something's got to give it some. Yeah. No, right I now, see, I I'm, I'm here. I can, I can smell it. All the, all the people coming and covering it. Here they go. No, no, and, no, and no. Then, no. And then you, got, uh, then you got uh, Gio and Boomer breaking down the... the of a new host and everything. No, no, no. That, they're, like, they're just, that's just a joke. There's no, I don't know any truth to, to any of that stuff. They're just messing around for a bit. For me, it's just about, I took a vacation and I, I had some, some days here. Don't read into to anything. I mean, look, I'll tell you the same thing I've been saying since I started. There's no way I'm doing overnights the rest of my life. So, but I don't oh. think that's ending anytime soon. All right, Sal. Um, I, w- I, w- I want to talk about the Jets and Giants, but now you guys got to talk about the Mets. want to bring up something with that. And I know you got the quick trigger figure over here to cut it off, but I don't know if I should call t- tomorrow night for the Mets or I just make my quick no, point. Okay, you got you got to take all the time in the world. I don't care. All right, let me let me end with the Mets. Um, real quickly, look, the Jets, look, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is never going to come here. I don't believe he wants to come here. Why would you? And then it's laughable now. This is Jets now uh, telling Derek Carr that you're going to be a Hall of Famer if you win here. Derek Carr is not bringing a championship here. I know Fleek likes him and all that stuff, and some people do like him. I don't like the guy. I watched him, you know, here and there on, you know, on uh, on the, uh, the, the whatever the network is that plays all the games. And, you know, I don't know what it was last year on, on whatever holiday he played where he threw the intercepts at the end when he could have won it with, with a touchdown. But to me, he's not good. And I'm not giving him no 40-plus million or anything like that. It, it, it's, and, and, and if you're going to bring Derek Carr, you're basically giving up on Zach Wilson. If they're saying Zach Wilson's staying, then why are you going for yeah, Derek well, Carr? I'm not worried about I'm not worried about Zach Wilson right now. As much as I like exactly. Zach Wilson or want to like Zach Wilson, I'm not worried about him right now. It's about finding the right quarterback. To me, it's only Aaron. It's Aaron Rodgers or bust. Derek Carr makes yeah. you a more watchable team. You're going to get better. I mean, look, you, you honestly could put a lot of people in there and you get better quarterback yeah. play than what they had last year. Uh, Rodgers takes it to another level. So there's that's what there, I mean. yeah, then that's what they need. If it's not that, it's going to be okay. Well, the Jets might be a playoff team this year, and we'll see how they could do. But it's not going to be the level it would be with Aaron Rodgers. It would be a whole nother level. Derek Carr to me would be fine, but our consolation prize. But it's not going to be exciting like to bring Aaron Rodgers. Um, 
really quickly on the Giants. I got to talk to them real quick, and then we get we get to the Mets. But yeah, this is exactly what I hope for. I want them to give him forty five plus million. You know how I feel about Daniel Jones. Okay, he sucks. He's not good. <laughs> he is so bad, and this is laughable. Now I, for him, look, ask wherever you want. You know, he, but look, a guy so fifteen. You know, touchdowns. To me, Dable, I think Dable and Shane, they want their own guy. They're probably showing ownership. But look what I could do with a, with a crappy quarterback. Imagine if I had a good one. They should get their own guy. But it's John Mara and them. They like, they like him. They made every excuse for him. Even, even you know, got fans told me that was year one. No, it's year five. Just because the new regime doesn't make it any different who he is. You know, he, you know, he ran for his life, running for. He did good with that, but he's not. He doesn't throw the ball. He's not that good. He's not forty-five plus million dollars at all. Like, if they want to give him thirty million dollars a year, fine. But you know, I would keep Saquon if they can get him for a good price and move on with another quarterback. And I think they'll do better. Yeah, the for problem is, hater, uh, I want, I want them to give him all the money. Well, of I'm course you do. Years. No, I know you hate Daniel Jones, yeah, and, and exactly. I look, I understand why. I like Daniel Jones. The problem is. I think in an ideal world, even the the biggest giant fans would want to pay pay Daniel Jones thirty million bucks a year. It's just not realistic. If you want to keep him, you're going to have to pay probably north of thirty five million dollars a year. I I think that that's too much. I think you start yeah. getting into and look, who even knows if the right number? You know, like we were talking about it before with Marco, what the salary cap hit is, how you could maneuver the contract and manipulate it, whatever. Bottom line is, I think Daniel Jones still has a lot to prove. He's had one exactly. good year. I don't know if that would be the guy that I'd be tying. To myself too long term. Anyway, what's uh, finish up with and your who, best point? And, yeah, we get that. Who wants him anyway? But it is what it is with that. I, I don't let let them. I don't know what they're going to do. I think he changed agencies because I think his own agency saying, "Listen, we can't get you more than thirty five million, and he wants to change his agent. But with the look with the Mets, I'm mean, talking about. I don't know, Sal. Man, you have to give me off the ledge with this. Look, I was you. Know, I called you the night after the announcement with Correa, and I was ecstatic. I said, just like the Mets said, this is the piece we needed. Look, I don't – look, I, the pitching staff, I'm okay with it. You know, I know the two older guys, but look, we have a two-year window with those guys. Would it matter to you, Sal, and to me as Mets fans, if we signed Correa to the same type of deal, which doesn't make a big deal, how they couldn't give him six, the six-year guaranteed, the other six years conditional with the uh, – you know, with the uh, with the physical every year, but would it matter to you? You can let me go after this, or me, or any Mets fans. If they not this year, or even year two, and Correa, you know, played his butt off, and he helped us win a world. If we won a World Series, would it matter at the end of that contract what it would mean if we won a World Series? No, I don't, I don't feel comfortable. We don't, no, what do we have as the bats right now? I think I think that look, his bat on paper, and thank you as always, Chris, for the call. We appreciate you checking in. His bat. I just got to adjust the mic here. Hold on a second. Uh, I don't want to do it. I'm standing up right now because if I don't stand up at some point during the show, I'm going to start falling asleep. So I've uh, worked in a new routine. It's so weird for me. All these years I would do shows and I'd look at people standing up and I'd be like, what are you doing? Sit down. You're, you're doing a talk show. And now I've learned that I have to stand up because it can't just be sitting down, whether it's at my desk at SNY, whether it's uh, you know here. I can't be sitting in the car an hour and a half in, an hour back. I'm sitting all friggin' day long. I'm not moving around. So at the very least, i got to stand up. And then I have to move the microphone and adjust it, and I don't want to do it on the air, but then I don't want to hear dead air. Anyway, where were we? Um, with Correa, there were other reasons that I feel like the Mets didn't go all in on him. Now, what are those reasons? Um, 
I think there might have been some concerns there outside of the ankle injury or whatever it is that uh, that he had going on, where maybe the Mets were having second thoughts. On paper, yes, his bat is exactly what they needed in the five hole. It completed the team. It completed the lineup. That's what's frustrating. But ultimately, Correa and Boris decided to go elsewhere. They got a better offer. And you can't blame them for it. And you also can't blame the Mets for not overextending on a player that they didn't think was either going to hold up physically or thought that there were some potential issues there as well with him, you know, maybe maybe not being the right investment to make long-term. Remember, the Mets have spent a lot of money here, too. That would have been the cherry on top. And when you factor in maybe some of the concerns they had, maybe the injury as well, the amount of money that they were going to have to give them, knowing that Machado's a free agent when he opts out at the end of this year, Shohei Otani, you know, yes, it would have been great to have Correa in the five hole. But is it really worth what is it worth the risk and the amount that it would have cost to get that done when you probably could get similar production if you just hit on one of the options that they have for DH, whether that's Alvarez, whether it's Vientos, Roth slash Vogelback. I mean, as much as we knock those guys, there is a possibility that they can produce to a certain extent. Or, by the way, if it's not going to be one of those guys, then obviously Alvarez would be the highest ceiling out of all of them. Then maybe the Mets go out there and trade for somebody who's available. So you have that as well. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets, for the first time in 15 years, are champions of the National League. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. On the fan, 877-337-6666 is our number to call next week. While well, we're going to have preseason games already, uh, where you get into spring training games, I think the end of next week, if I'm not mistaken, I got to look at the schedule. Uh, all I know is that when I am down there, and, and I'm still you know, arguing with my wife over it, she's uh, giving me crap about going down there for spring training, which is you know a solo trip, and I'm going to try to go hang out with some guys down there, and Terry Collins in particular. Uh, and then the week, two weeks after, the Mets are in Miami, and I want to go to that one. I was telling you about that. But uh, either way, these games got to get underway here, at least start giving us some kind of action where we get this. And I know it doesn't mean anything, but, you know, it's better than just watching everybody warm up a little bit. It gets you closer and closer, and we're, you know, weeks away now from the start of the season. So it's going to be a, you know, a long five weeks or so until we get to opening day. And then once we get there, the fun will begin and the expectation is great for both the Mets and the Yankees. Just hope the guys could stay healthy and, you know, get the WBC. The Mets maybe have uh, more to worry about there as far as keeping their guys healthy. And a lot of their star players, Lindor, Alonzo, McNeil, going to be participating in the WBC. Pitchers are, are staying, and that's a good thing. We don't want Max or Senga or Verlander participating anywhere other than... 
Port St. Lucie or with their club. You know, Adovino's going, but we don't worry about him. You're talking about the starters. The Yanks caught a break with Cortez not going. Now they got to make sure they get him healthy. And Yanks rotation going to have their own issues with no Montas now as, as you know, that awful trade uh, continues to rear its ugly head for Brian Cashman. But either way, I'm excited for the season to start. You know, we mentioned it with hockey. You get the Islanders with a nice win um, uh, led by Sorokin. Rangers are going to be all in on Patrick Kane at the deadline, which is something that we thought once they got Tarasenko was going to be over. So we got that to look forward to. Knicks back in action went Friday night, right, as the NBA uh, restarts up here after the All-Star break. Man, boy, what a, I mean, long break. Come on, get back. I can't believe how bad, by the way, the ratings were. Maybe I should believe how bad. I personally never watch. But the fact that there was a major drop-off with the All-Star game ratings, I'd much rather watch the dunk contest, three-point contest, all that stuff I'm in on. The actual game itself, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched a second of an NBA All-Star game. So they need to reboot that thing where actually have... You know, the, the greatest thing about sports is competition. And there's no competition in that game. That's the problem. Figure out a way to make the game competitive where players care and then people might watch. Dennis calling from Mount Arlington. What's up, Dennis? Hey, what's up? Good morning, Sal. Good morning, Dennis. So- How are you? Good morning. Good. I'm doing all right. My alarm went off at 1230, and all I hear is, I'm not talking for five hours. I am not talking. So <laughs> I said, you know, <laughs> I got to call Sal up today. Thank to you, Dennis. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. <laughs> I, work, I work overnight like yourself, and you better not leave overnight. You, you remind me of Beningo back in the day when I used to drive in. I've been driving in for 30 years. Wow. In the city from Jersey. How yeah. do you do and, the overnights for 30 years? Yes. I am. Wow. I'm 61. 61. Uh, you know what? Every day is a new day. It, it, it's another day. You just go and you do what you have to do. You know, they take care of me. So I get bills. it. No, I get it. Look, I mean, no, I'm doing I mean? it. So, yeah, no, I get it. You turned your head and it's 30 years later. So that, that brings me to my Jets. Um, I love my Jets. I love my Yankees. I love my Rangers. I love my Knicks. But there's something about the Jets. I, I can talk about them all day. They're in my heart, you know. I go back to Shea Stadium having season tickets with my brother and some friends. Um, went back over to MetLife, which I'm in just about to pass right now, believe it or not. Nice. Um, and, um, I, you know, they never should have left Shea as far as I'm concerned. But that would have been a longer trek for me going from Jersey to Queens. But, um you know, I, I, I saw all the games during the co-tight years when they were 1-15. I was on my knees kneeling that Doug Bryan would make that 48-yard field goal against Pittsburgh with Sanchez with my daughter mm. that went that went wide. Um, I, I just love them. Well, you know? well who, do you, who I, do you want at quarterback this year? It's, it's You know what, Sal? If we blow two or three years and don't win with Rodgers, you know, I've, I've been watching him for 40 years. What does two or three years mean? So I think I think you go for it, and and you get Rogers in there. You know, um, my question to you now: I know, I know Salah lost part of that locker room last year. I think you know it. I think most of us know it. I don't know. I don't um, know if I would say that that Salah lost the locker room. I mean, there was obviously the issue with Zach Wilson, but once Salah right. decided to hold Wilson accountable and bench him, I think that prevented him from losing the locker room. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I don't know if those orders came from Joe Douglas or not. I was happy when he did that, you know. Um, he, he used all his band-aids to keep it together. You know, guys like Elijah Moore going on Twitter throwing a football, uh, guys wearing um, We Love Mike T-shirts. That's, yeah. that's all bad stuff, you know. And I guess in that way he should be held accountable. So my question is now we got a good chance of Aaron Rodgers coming in here. And, you know, let's face it, the guy's a nut job. Um, how, how does his presence affect the locker room with, with these guys and, and the stuff that they tried to pull last year? Is, he, is Rodgers the type of guy that they could look up to? Do you want them looking up to him? I mean, yes. he might I, I, a lot. I think he gets a bad rap myself. I think Aaron Rodgers is a guy that can be a great leader and can be a guy that teammates love and make teammates better, young teammates as well. So I don't think people who speak on it, whether it's Joe Klecko, whether it's others, they're from the outside. We're Obviously, we're from the outside as well, but a lot of people think a certain thing and may not know. Let's go based on actions. When was the last time you saw teammates that didn't like Aaron Rodgers, that came out and spoke out against Aaron Rodgers? I am not familiar with those situations. Matter of fact, all you see right. is Devontae Adams saying he wants Aaron Rodgers. You talk about other That's true. You know, all, all these guys, former teammates of Aaron Rodgers, they want to play with him or they miss him. He seems to be well-respected and well-liked by his peers. That's, to me, the most important thing. Well, he's a warrior. You know, he's a warrior. Maybe that's maybe – that's, He's a great it's, player. I mean, that's, he'd be the best thing yeah. the Jets have ever seen, you know. I know. I know. Go if you if, if the Jets have Aaron Rodgers this year, Dennis, you're talking about a possibility. Yeah. Not saying it's likely, but you're talking about at least you have a chance to go win a Super Bowl. Without him, you do not. You do not. I know. I know. And like, and like they say, if Zach Wilson really does, you know, look up to him, maybe he's what they need. You know, sixty million dollars is a lot of money. But it's only for a couple of years. And I wouldn't, you know, and, I wouldn't worry about the money, Dennis. And thank you so much for the call. And good luck on your commute. Man, God bless. 30 years on the overnight. Um, It's not about the money because the Jets aren't paying a lot for their young stud players. You look around at the defense. And obviously, they're going to have to figure out a, you know to extend Williams. But you look around at the defense, young talent there. Wide receiver, Garrett Wilson. You're talking about running back, Brees Hall. I mean, the Jets have young, top talent that is under rookie contracts. They can afford to pay a quarterback. They're in a great spot with that. It's Rodgers or bust in terms of Super Bowl aspirations. The other guys would make the Jets, sure, more watchable than last year, but they're not going to be able to take them to a Super Bowl. Rodgers, while he might not actually take them to a Super Bowl, he's got the possibility to where he could. Christopher is calling from Jackson Heights. What's up, Chris? Sal, the secret to staying up at night. Push-ups and curls, man, I'm telling you. I used to do it when I was doing overnight. I used to just go around the area and just do some push-ups when I was just about to knock out. That's what you got to do. That's the secret in did life. You, but did you work out on top of that during the day? Uh, yes, I would. But, I mean, it would be, like, occasionally just doing, like, maybe, like, five push-ups per hour bit. kind of thing. Yeah. Huh? Get the blood flowing a little bit. Exactly. That's that's all it is. You know, that's that's the secret. Cause I don't know that's... about that. I'll tell you, man. <laughs> last night, I almost had a scary one. I'll get into it in a second, Marco. But, anyway, uh, go ahead. Yeah, so... Uh, 
What I wanted to call about, because earlier a caller had mentioned about Carlos Beltran, mm-hmm. and it's something that's gone on for a couple of years now in which, like, a lot of people uh, are very negative with Beltran, and me personally, as a fan of the Mets, um, I've always had a positive review about him as a player. Yeah. Now that we have a second chance with him, uh, with him being in the organization again, as a, I guess it's a, a special assistant is the title yes. at the moment. Yes, to the GM. So I don't know exactly what he'll be doing, but eventually, like you had mentioned, if when Buck does end up, I guess, retiring as a as a coach for the Mets, if Beltran were to take that part, I, I'd be I, I would welcome it because when he when he first came in uh, to be the head coach, I was like, all right, this is cool, this is ref- this is refreshing, and I, I believe most baseball heads know that Beltran is very knowledgeable. Just like um, Alex Rodriguez is, right? You know, you know that he is really just informed with the baseball in yeah, general. Yeah, I, and I love him. Thing. I mean, I don't know about as far as the X's and O's or the in-game tactician that Showalter is. Beltron's going to have to learn that. But I thought once he got back into the Mets organization and is in this new role now, it could be, uh, you know, a, a spot where you could kind of groom him and transition from whatever role he ends up having, you know, beyond this one to maybe being Buck's successor. And I do think you're right, Christopher, where you look at it with Beltron, he's underappreciated by the Met fan because of what happened in 2006, because of what happened after he got hired and then fired. He's he's underappreciated because he never really connected with the fans. He's one of the best players to ever wear a Mets uniform, and he's one of the smart baseball minds in the game today. So I think he's an asset to any organization, specifically, though, to the Mets. And I I would, mm-hmm. I, I do want to see him one day. After Buck calls it a career, you know, after he wins one, two, three, however many World Series here over the next several oh, years, man. I want to see. Don't tease me like that. <laughs> as I sit here, Marco, tell uh, Christopher what, what shirt I'm wearing right now. Uh, Mary Buckmas. Mary Buckmas. <laughs> I got my Mary Buckmas sweatshirt on. <laughs> one of one. You know, I mean, I love Buck, so I want to see Buck ride this out and win multiple championships. I do. So do I. And then I think it's. I think it'd be great to see Beltron take over eventually, if that's in his future. Now, um, actually, it just came into thought while you were you were talking mm-hmm. about it. Um, even if he were to play Beltron were to play another role as we had with uh, Omar Minaya in which he was uh, seeking out talent, mm-hmm. that might be another option for him as well. Because it just looks like he just has that eye. And I could be wrong, but I'm just I'm just going there well, on I don't a, know like about, a... I don't know about that. I think Beltron... It might be the case, and thank you for the call, Chris. might be the case. I think Beltron just wants to help. He talked about yesterday helping younger players in a way that he wasn't helped when he was a young minor leaguer, guys that need love, guys that need to be taught and, you know, uh, certain things and, and uh, you know, try to help guys get through difficult times. Uh, I, I like everything Beltron has said, and I do think he's a brilliant mind. Um, Marco, I uh, I had an issue last night or this – yeah, was it this morning? No, uh, what the hell day is it? Thursday, yesterday morning, going home. Really? Hey, dude, yeah. like Staying you, awake or yes. more lights? Issues with the... No, staying awake. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it is, man. And here's the thing. Like, you know going in, right? I know it's not going to be easy. But when you're going through it, there's nothing you can do 
You try all the tricks, the loud music, the roll down the window, yeah, all roll that down kind of the stuff. the windows, it's freezing cold. And I'm like, I can't take this. Then I got to, you know, close the windows. The music is up. I even start, like, putting my phone, like, starting to look at my phone a little bit to, like, just snap me out of it and wake me up. Oh, yeah. You want to be more distracted. That's a yeah. good idea. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Dude, it didn't work. I feel myself, like, the, the scary part is you think, oh, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. And then you just can't control it. And your body goes... Like, it's yeah. to go out. Yeah, no, I mean, we've all been there, but it's not good if you're doing this on a you know, nightly basis. I mean, you got to... I think the problem for me, we talk about this all the time, is the first ones. So, like, last night doing the 12 to 5 was my first, the first overnight one back for the week. Okay. in over a week. Yeah. And so, tonight should be a little bit better. I feel a little bit better even now. You know, I was struggling to get through the show yesterday as far as energy goes. And I know, maybe, I, look, maybe I do need to start having some caffeine. I mean, would that help, do you think? You don't take in any caffeine at no, all? None. Nothing. You know, see. Au naturel. He, here's the thing. And this is coming from, now granted, a, a fat ass. But I have a serious, serious addiction to caffeine. I can't get through any day, never mind. I can't get through the beginning part of the day. Without caffeine, without a blaring headache, because I need it. It's almost so, like so what do you it's do a with, drug. What, I need it constantly. And that's exactly why I don't want it. So I would say, as much as it's great to like, oh, yeah, maybe it'll boost you to get... I would say, knowing my addiction and how impossible it is to never have caffeine, to take it out of my diet right. or my life, if you can avoid it, avoid it. What do you do? Coffee? You're yeah, constantly. Coffee? All day long, huh? Constant. I just made a cup now. I just made a pot in the, uh, in the break room. And it keeps you going. And you need that regardless I of the hours? I need that to or... keep me straight. I, it doesn't get me going. I need it to keep me straight so that I don't get sick. So my only experience, a coffee I can never do. I have no interest in it whatsoever. My only experience with having some kind of caffeinated drink was like either um, one of those energy drinks See, I've never or, done any of those. I'm afraid or, my heart's going to explode. Yeah, me too. That's a whole other issue that I'm worried about. Or I remember when, you know, when it was a thing, when I would go out, we would drink uh, Red Bull and vodka. And the problem is, you, ever, you never had that? I, I tried Red Bull once. That is way, way too fruity for me. Dude. The second it touched my lips, I was like, I can't drink this. Fleegs, you ever have Red Bull vodka? I hate Red Bull. Yeah, so uh, it's not tasty, but, like, my friends would be... And yeah. I was never a big drinker, so I'm kind of following their lead on mm -hmm. what to drink. I, I'm, I was such a neophyte. Like, I was like, tell me what beer I like. My friend's like, oh, I know what style you like. <laughs> like that's Manny's how drinking it, a Red Bull right now. That's how it... Oh, my God. Manny's drinking a Red Bull. That's disgusting, dude. I've got Red Bull and coffee. Thanks for the other that. pot of coffee, uh, Red Marco. Bull sponsor. I love Red Bull. As a matter of fact, you could go out there yeah. and get some. No, no, but here's my thing. Red Bull vodka is different than just a regular Red Bull. Right. So we're out trying to keep the night going when we were younger. Mm -hmm. And I remember having some, and then we'd go home, and I, dude, I was like jittery, wired up, like I couldn't sleep. Yeah, I hate to say, it's almost like you're a child in that regard, because you don't have any experience with caffeine or any of that stuff that goes in your body. So it's going to affect you differently. A little bit of caffeine is going to get you bouncing off Can the walls. Can you imagine me on caffeine? I'm a little concerned about you on caffeine. Yeah, I, so I don't know. But again, I don't know if you want to go down that road because once you get started in it, I hate to say it, it's an addictive drug. You got to make sure that you're monitoring how much. Everybody can go through it different ways. I'm the, I'm the extreme. I need it constantly. If you can go through with one cup of coffee, if you like coffee or whatever drink yeah. that gives you caffeine, whatever, soda. See, I don't drink soda anymore. So whatever Me gives neither. you caffeine, if that can get just one and it can get you through the night, no issues, little bit of energy, beginning of your show, get you through the show and get you home safe, then so be right, it. Right, and then let me pass out. But because cap I'm also, it 
you got to cap it because once you start getting where it's more and more and more, your body's going to crave it yeah. like it's a drug, and you're going to need more and more and more. See, I'm worried about that. That's why I think coffee would maybe be the safest coffee's, thing. I just don't want to do it. Again, coffee's not bad for you. If you could, if I would say if you're going to start it, I would say one cup of coffee right at the beginning of the show. I because can't by be the a time, coffee guy. I've never been a coffee guy my whole life. Now I'm going to be a coffee guy at well, 43. Well, yeah, we all change. Nah, we no, evolve. We evolve. Yeah, not yeah, me. Th- things grow. Now, yeah. I would say, again, that by five, six hours so that you can get home and not still be wired because you're going to be wired. Don't get nuts. That's don't get what an, I'm worried about. Don't get an enormous cup. I mean, again, don't follow me where you're going in there and we're oh, drinking half a pot of coffee together. And don't drink the Dunkin' ones they put in the fridge because I did that for the first time a couple months ago. Drank it at like 2 a.m. and I was wired four hours past when I usually go to bed. See, what, those ice coffees? Yeah. Really? I, I don't drink coffee. It was only the first time I've ever had like more than a sip in my life. And, and even see, then, it had only been like I feel like Clyde Frazier. No, not at all. Yeah, I, I feel go. like Clyde Frazier. You guys are neophytes. That's the problem. Like, you can't <laughs> you can't handle a little bit of caffeine. So don't go on the lo- the far end. Don't dive into the deep end of the pool. Get a small cup of coffee. Be like Joe DiMaggio. Get a half a cup of black coffee. A half a don't, cup of black coffee. You know, coffee. you, I would imagine, you probably got to put some milk in there or something. Get, 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 oh, get a little God. bit in there. The, even the smell. I can see it right now. My father making the coffee. Oh. Get something in there. Half a cup. Get you through five, six How hours. How old were you when you started your coffee addiction, you think? Uh, no, I was in my teens, like 17, 18. I, I never saying, touched it before that. But don't you think, uh, like, I always, uh, growing up was like an older person's thing. Maybe not an old person, but an older person's thing. Yeah, and I didn't like the taste. So right. I wasn't into it. But when you're working 40 to 50 hours a week and taking 15 to 18 credits a, a course in college for the semester, bro, coffee becomes ve- vital. Like yeah. I was getting, you think I'm not sleeping not now. I just threw, I just shut the books down and went to bed. Yeah, I watched was, the game. I didn't care about, oh, what do I got to stay up for this test? No, thank you. Yeah, an hour of sleep and I got to take a test before I got to go to work and do a 12-hour shift. Like, yeah, what does this do? This keeps me awake? Roll it. Give me some coffee. So soda, that's where it started. I used to have soda. That was like a thing. And then I cut that out and, and whatever. But I was addicted to that heavy. I cut that out about five years ago. How much weight did you lose after you did that? I'm Nothing. Assuming. Really? No. How's that possible? Because I'm a fat ass. I lost like 20 pounds. Bro, have you seen me? I barely move. I go from here to there. Like I'm. That's know, the one still, thing about. Stop drinking soda. You would think. Yeah. I, look, I don't really. I eat once a day, which is an awful way to do things. Yeah. My diet is so. Plus shot. no sleep. Yeah. Bad yeah. diet. Oh, yeah. I mean, I live off coffee, water, and one meal a day, and then I'm constantly moving around. Like, you would think, I, I just, my metabolism is basically zero now. All right. Well, hey, what are you going to do? You shot it. I mean, it's over. Either- <laughs> good thing I'm old. I mean, what are you going to do? You know, three quarters of the way in the grave. We're good. Yeah. It's all right. Oh, well, let's not go there, it's Marco. All right. Come on. It's all right. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law